Welcome to the Word and Prayer Daily with Pastor Jared Kirk. Second Peter 2, 17-22 These people are springs without water and mists driven by a storm. Blackest darkness is reserved for them, for they mouth empty boastful words, and by appealing to the lustful desires of the flesh, they entice people who are just escaping from those who live in error. They promise them freedom, while they themselves are slaves of depravity, for people are slaves to whatever has mastered them. If they have escaped the corruption of the world by knowing our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and are again entangled in it and are overcome, they are worse off at the end than they were at the beginning. It would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than to have known it and then turned to their backs on the sacred command that was passed on to them. Of them the Proverbs are true. A dog returns to its vomit, and a sow that is washed returns to her wallowing in the mud. I have little children in my house right now, and one of them's five years old, and we made the horrendous and terrible mistake of showing her the television show Paw Patrol. Now, if you're not familiar with Paw Patrol, consider yourself blessed and highly favored because this is a demon spawn of a show. It is absolutely, completely addictive cartoon show about dogs for children, and I think my daughter is a junkie. I think at this point she is completely and totally addicted to Paw Patrol. She can't get enough of it. She would sell her whole family for a $20 bill and go buy another episode of Paw Patrol if she could. You know, it's just funny how addicted to things we get as people. And what I've kind of noticed is that as we get older, we just get better at hiding it. We still get so addicted. And the most addictive substance in the world, it's not cocaine, it's not crack, it's not meth. It's actually sin. Sin entangles you and addicts you and you just want more of it and you end up becoming a slave to it and it ends up mastering you in your life. Now, as Peter in today's passage continues talking about these false prophets, you know, he, he starts off talking about the judgment for the false prophets themselves and says blackest darkness is reserved for them, which is really colorful, vivid language about hell that's very sobering. And then he kind of talks about how they actually work in people's lives. He says false prophets mouth empty, boastful words, and they appeal to the lustful desires of the flesh They entice people who are just escaping from those who live in error. So a big part of how false prophets gain a hearing in someone's life is to tell you that sin isn't really that bad, that really it's okay. It's not a big deal if you do this. It's not a big deal if you do that. Maybe you're greedy for more money, and that's not a a bad thing. God wants you to be wealthy. Maybe you just want to live in lust, and, and your sexual immorality is really not that big of a deal. God's really... God's really okay with it. Really, if you interpret the Bible this way or that way, it's not a big deal. And we get this piece of truth from Peter here that should rock our world to the core. He says, verse 19, they promise them freedom while they themselves are slaves of depravity for people are slaves to whatever has mastered them. Oh 
my goodness, we should all have this tattooed backwards across our foreheads so that when we wake up in the morning, we see this on the mirror. People are slaves to whatever has mastered them. And if you give in to sin in your life, if you give sin a foothold in your life, eventually it will take over your whole life and master you. And we will all become like that little five-year-old girl who says, I just need more. I need a little bit more. That's the only way I can be happy is if I get just a little bit more of it. If you give in to sin, it masters you. And Peter goes on to say that if that's you and, and you know Jesus and then you become entangled in sin, it's almost, he says you're worse off at the end than you were at the beginning. And, and you know what that feels like. Your whole insides feel torn up and you feel ashamed and you feel guilty and you just live in a t- just this twisted life because you're pulled by the Savior and you're pulled by your sin and it feels like it's pulling you apart. You can't live like that. And in fact, what I've noticed is people don't live like that forever. They end up going one way or the other. They end up repenting and turning back to Jesus, or they end up walking away from Jesus. And so we've got to guard ourselves. It is so much better to be mastered by Christ, who loves you, who cares about you, who gave himself for you, than to be mastered by sin, because the only thing sin will ever say to you is just a little bit more. You know, today as we pray, I want us to think about What is it in your life that's gaining a little bit of mastery over you? What is it that's feeling a little bit like an addiction? Is it that social media for you? I know it is for me sometimes. Is it a person or a relationship or a show or a food or a substance? What is it that's starting to master you? Let's let's pray and ask God to help us turn away from that and let Jesus master our lives and fulfill us in ways that those things never could. So let's do that now. Heavenly Father, please show us where we've become entangled in our sin. It's so hard for us to see. We get so blinded to where we're sinning in our lives because sin blinds us and it blinds us to the fact that we're blind. Would you give us your grace in our lives by helping us to see? And then where we find it, Lord, help us to run to Jesus. God, we don't want to be mastered by any sin in our lives. We don't want to be a slave to sin. We want to serve Jesus with everything we have. God, give us your help. Give us your grace in our lives to turn away from those things, to repent. Give us your grace to turn back to Jesus and to be completely filled by him, to be filled for him so that we could live lives that glorify you. 
God, we want to make a big deal of you in our lives, not a big deal of us. And we can't do that with sin in us. God, I know that many who are listening today are frustrated by the sin that they're entangled in in their lives and they want to move on and they can't. Would you give them this grace? Bring someone into their lives today that they could confess their sin to, that could help them walk towards righteousness. God, we want to live lives for you, righteous and holy and pure. We're thankful that we have forgiveness for our past sins and we're thankful that we have grace to live for you today. God, help us. In Jesus' powerful name, amen. If this content is helpful to you, please subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. To help get the word to even more people, please leave a review and a five-star rating. God bless and have an amazing day.